Welcome to the Website Coach Podcast, the podcast for entrepreneurs and small business owners that want a winning website, one that attracts more visitors and helps them book more clients. I'm Marie Brown, a website designer and business strategist, and I'll be sharing simple and actionable tips to help you create a winning website. So let's get started. Hello, welcome to episode number 70 of the Website Coach Podcast. And this week, I'm talking about my marketing plan for 2023. Yes, I'm pulling back the curtain on the behind the scenes of my business. So last Monday, I held a workshop for members of my marketing membership to set their marketing plans for the first quarter of 2023. And I did mine too. It's very easy to get distracted by other small business owners who might tell you things like TikTok is the place to be or tell you that they're crushing it on LinkedIn or you really need to join their BNI group. But we're all different. The best way to get clients is the one that works for you. That means a marketing plan that's based on what you like doing and certainly doesn't involve what you hate doing, the amount of time you have and indeed when you have it, and most importantly, what brings you results. And that's exactly how I approach my marketing plan. You won't catch me on YouTube because I don't particularly like doing video. And also, I don't think my clients spend a lot of time watching it. Now, I know some do, before you shout me down, (laughs) but generally, I think they spend more time on other platforms, like listening to podcasts and scrolling Instagram and Facebook. When I look back at 2022, and indeed at 2021, the one thing that has consistently brought me sales is relationships. Many clients have been following me for months or years before they become a client. They may have met me at a networking event, stumbled across me on social media, or maybe a friend whose website I built may have raved about me. Over time, they get to know, like and trust me. And when they're ready, they reach out. Others become clients following a recommendation from another client of mine. And again, they're relationships. So my marketing plan is based on building new relationships and strengthening existing ones. And I thought it might be helpful to let you know exactly what I plan to do in the first quarter of 2023 and probably beyond. It might help you and it gives me some accountability too. So the first thing, and this probably doesn't surprise you, is this podcast. My podcast is core to my marketing. I'm very proud of the fact that I've been podcasting for over a year now. An episode has been published every Monday at 6am for 67 consecutive weeks. Now, before you pull me up on this, (laughs) a single episode was a couple of hours late. I thought I'd scheduled it, but I clearly hadn't done so. And yes, a few of those episodes may have been recorded on a Sunday evening. Maybe I'll be more organised in 2023. Hello? unlikely, (laughs) as this is the third episode of the year, and it's the second to be recorded the day before it goes out. And whilst no clients have told me that they found me through my podcast, I know many clients and people who become clients do listen to it. It strengthens my relationship with these people. I'm in their ears for 20 minutes or so each week. I listen to a lot of podcasts. It's how I get most of my business education, at least the free stuff. 
I don't have the time to sit and read business books, except on holiday, or blog posts, or watch YouTube. When I do have the time, it's generally after nine o'clock, and I just don't have the mental capacity to take it in. It's just not what I want to do. But I can listen to podcasts, walking the dog, doing laundry, and in the car. When I'm on my own, I must admit my family don't share my love of business podcasts. And I know my target audience is similarly busy. I know many of you listen to podcasts when you're doing other things too. It's a really good way to reach you. Now, come on, what are you doing at the moment? (laughs) And I enjoy this podcast. Well, most of the time. I enjoy coming up with ideas. I enjoy chatting to guests. And I enjoy recording episodes. The other fantastic thing about a podcast is that it gives me a lot of material that I can repurpose, for example, into blog posts, LinkedIn articles and social media posts. It's what's called long-form and evergreen content. It doesn't just disappear. I'm not saying a podcast is the right option for you for your marketing. You might not have the time, because I've certainly found that my podcast takes a lot longer than I expected. I'm not one of those people who can just pick up a microphone and talk. Well, I could do, but I'm not sure people would listen to what I said. So for solo episodes like this one, I need to think about a topic. I need to outline the episode and then record it. And once it's been recorded, I need to edit it. I only ever edit lightly. But I then need to add the music, create the show notes and schedule it. Repurposing the content, so writing captions and creating Canva graphics, is definitely quicker than writing posts from scratch because I've got the core material. But it does take time too. I have found guest episodes to be a bit quicker. But I still need to invite guests, think about what to talk to them about. I rarely script questions, but I do think about the themes that I want to discuss. Then I need to send them the information, record the episode, edit it, add the music and schedule it. You may not enjoy talking or it might not be the best way to reach your audience. If you don't want to do a podcast, a YouTube video, blog post or LinkedIn article is similar and that it is long-form evergreen content. And you don't have to publish weekly like I do. You could publish one piece of long-form content a month and repurpose it. So what's my plan with my podcast this year? Well, I want to continue to publish weekly. I want to do more guest interviews, probably ideally about 20 episodes of interviews this year. And I want to have a bank of podcasts recorded, so I'm not recording on a Sunday. This is going to be the last one I record on a Sunday. Well, (laughs) maybe. And I do want to spend more time repurposing the content so I get more out of each episode. I have a whole bank of draft blog posts from podcasts which have never been published. I also want to increase the number of listeners. The number of listeners has increased significantly over the past few months, a definite jump in my graphs. And I credit that to being a guest on another podcast. Maybe you found me there, hello. (laughs) And also featuring in an article in The Guardian where I talked about this podcast. Maybe you found me there. They both actually happened in the same week. So I intend to ask to be a guest on other podcasts. Yes, that is going out of my comfort zone. The asking that is not the actual interview, but I'm going to do it. This podcast is at the core of my marketing. I want to make each episode good and get the most out of each one too. 
and it means making time for it. So the second element of my marketing plan is networking. I want to get out more and meet new people. I also want to see more of the people I already know. As mentioned earlier, I get a lot of business from relationships. I also enjoy mixing with other small business owners. Well, most of them anyway. (laughs) There are some amazing people running small businesses. We support and inspire each other. So I need to forge new relationships and strengthen existing ones. Getting out and meeting people face-to-face is still the best way to do that. Like many people, the thought of networking doesn't fill me with enthusiasm. But I know if I pick the right groups, I will enjoy it. It's just meeting and talking to people, people that I've got a lot in common with. I can do that, right? You can do that too. I'm still not going to breakfast meetups or joining groups like BNI. That's not me. Having networking as a marketing strategy doesn't mean you need to go to any networking group going. I'm a member of two local networking groups. Shout out to Elevate, which was called Raise Up Business Club until recently, and Tunbridge Wells Mums in Business. I didn't join these groups to get new business. I actually joined for business skills and for the community of women running businesses locally. But the relationships I've built up with members of both have got me new business. Not just from members of the group, also from people they know. And that's because my target audience goes to those groups. I'm going to continue being an active member of both of those groups. But I'm also going to seek out new groups. A new networking business has just started in Seven Oaks. I couldn't make the first meeting, but I've just booked for the second. Slightly different and a bit more expensive, but I know my target audience will be there. So I'm going to give it a go. And giving it a go means going to a few meetings, not just the one. It is cheating a bit because a few people I know are going to, so I won't be on my own. And I do need to make sure that I don't just talk to the people that I know. But if you do find networking daunting, see if you can recruit a business bestie to go with you. Then I'm on the lookout for one or two more. I keep toying with the idea of the local chamber of commerce. And I keep deciding not to. To be honest, I'm not sure my target audience goes. Or maybe that's what I tell myself. (laughs) Maybe I'll brave it. And I have booked to go on another business retreat in March. Back to Morocco with the wonderful Shah Wasmond. And I talked about that in a previous episode if you want to listen and find out what a retreat is like. But I'll be with a dozen other female entrepreneurs. And I consider that networking too. But if you know of any networking events or groups in or near Seven Oaks, which are for predominantly female entrepreneurs and you think they might suit me, please do let me know. The third element of my marketing is Instagram. Instagram is my social media platform of choice. It gets me clients. quite enjoy it, and it keeps me visible and builds up a relationship with those who don't listen to my podcast or read my blog post. And if you go back to episode 35, it's quite some time ago, I talked about how I get sales from Instagram with a small following. And I've also found ways of ensuring that Instagram doesn't suck up too much time. Part of that is repurposing content from my podcast and blog. 
Part of it is ensuring I spend time on there engaging with the people I want to engage with rather than just mindlessly scrolling. Okay, sometimes I do scroll, especially at the end of the day, mindlessly. But I also go on there specifically to engage with people. And part of it is just incorporating Instagram into my day. So I'll often post my stories when I'm walking my dog Barney in Knoll Park. I might talk to camera about something I think might be helpful or inspiring. Or I might share the beautiful view of deer. Knoll Park is absolutely stunning. And often I share some of my naughty dog's escapades. If you're not already following me there, come and find me and see how I do it. I'm at beyondthekt on Instagram. What about other platforms? Well, there are so many other things I'd love to do. I'd love to do more SEO. I rank highly on Google for many search terms already. I'd love to expand on this. I'd like to do more PR. I was featured in the I newspaper last week. It was basically a full page spread. Another article in The Guardian has brought me podcast listeners. I'd love to build up my email list and email more about things that I think would help and interest people on my list. I'd even love to finally get to grips with LinkedIn. Well, maybe. What is it about LinkedIn? Every time I go on there, my DMs are full of crap. I've got somebody I don't know who asked to connect with me, constantly berating me for not responding in my DM. LinkedIn just sucks the life out of me. <laughs> I have to be realistic about the time I can spend marketing my business. I do have clients too. Not to mention my family who need my attention sometimes. Marketing my business could be a full-time job if I let it. And it could be to you too. So we have to prioritise or bring in some help. So SEO, PR, email marketing and LinkedIn all fall into the when I have additional time bucket. I do try and email my list regularly if you're on there. <laughs> it's not every week but I know I need to keep the list warm by emailing things which are helpful. And at some point in the future, it might become a focus. I might get some help with forming and implementing a plan to grow my list. I also try to make sure each blog post I write is SEO'd, as that takes little time once the post is written. And some of those blog posts have become massive drivers of traffic to my website. And I follow PR requests when I've got a spare minute or two. If there's something I'm well-placed to respond to and I have the time, I will do so. But my PR strategy is very much reactive. I could do far more if I was proactive, but I just don't have the time and it's not a priority. So that's my plan. What's yours? Do you have one? There's a lot of choice of platforms. If you're feeling overwhelmed by marketing, I always say choose one platform and do that well before adding on others. Be realistic about much, how much time you have. Yes, I find that hard too. And if you'd like my help to work out the best marketing plan for you, I'm running my four-day marketing sprint this week. It's a sprint, not a marathon. We're starting today, Monday the 16th of January, and it's not too late to join. If you're listening to this after the middle of January, you might be able to sign up to a future sprint or even my marketing membership. Just email me at sayhello at beyondthekitchentable.co.uk if you'd like to. So to wrap up, being realistic about the time I have and thinking about what I enjoy doing and what brings me sale, my plan basically consists of five elements. 
this podcast, so publishing weekly podcast episodes, solo and guest episodes. Second element is repurposing solo podcast episodes into blog posts. The third is seeking out guest podcasting opportunities, not something I have done to date, but I intend to do in 2023. The fourth is finding and going to in-person networking events locally. And the fifth is Instagram. I reckon I can do that in the time I allocate to marketing. And when I have more time, I can get ahead that in the weeks when I have less time, I still manage to do something. And when I've got more time, then I can email my list. I can SEO my blog post. And I can look out for PR opportunities. I'll let you know how I get on throughout this quarter. And at the end of this quarter, I'll reevaluate and decide what I'm going to do next quarter, whether I'm going to do the same or whether I'm going to adapt it slightly. Because these things do take time to be effective. And don't forget, I can help you with your plan if you join the marketing sprint starting today, Monday the 16th of January. The link is in the show notes to this episode, or you can sign up at beyondthekitchentable.co.uk slash marketing hyphen sprint. That's all for this week. I hope very much to see you in the sprint. And I'll see you next week for another episode. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. If you enjoyed this episode, make 